This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Topics worthy of discussion. The panel that has gathered for Pizzaville. Dial pound 3636. Tuesday, look who's here. Rocco Rossi, CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Rocco, how you doing? Living the dream, my friend. All right. This is it, huh? Uh, Kevin Gaudet, <laughs> president of... <laughs> Easy now. President of Bright Point Strategy, formerly head of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. How's Kevin? I'm great, thank you, on a day where my children are begging me for more teacher strike days. Oh, are they? Well, that's an interesting development. Let me pick up on that here momentarily. Uh, introducing our third panelist, Alyssa Freeman, PR and pop culture media expert. Hello, John. And you know what? It's a great day for talk radio. Right I never cue. get the. I never usually guys. You, guys, you, for the you guys take care of it, but yeah. All right. Well, you got it now. Uh, don't turn it into a whole cause celeb. But uh, let me ask it's Kevin. Competition, Good, man. I may. Yeah. Hey, Kevin. You know when your your kids are asking for more days, uh, obviously they're not feeling the pain. Are you? The disruption. Uh, well, look, my kids are older, so I've got one in high school and, and one in uh, grade seven, so they're capable of looking after themselves for the most part. So I don't have the challenges that uh, that parents of younger children do. Well, what's your um, sense? But, but hang on. Here's the challenge. I got an email today from the TDSB telling me we're not getting report cards. Ah. Now, that pisses me off as a parent, because if there's one fundamental thing that I expect from my school, it's evidence that they've actually taught my kids something and be able to measure how they did, God forbid. And these teachers can't be bothered to do the things necessary to demonstrate to me that they actually taught my kids because they're lazy and greedy. That first syllable and fundamental had my heart racing there for a second. I wasn't sure where you were taking it. Uh, <laughs> I was looking over at the dump button. Uh, but all right, so I get it. Uh, they've got your dander up, and you're right about that insofar as that's concerned. But look, in this standoff, uh, I was asking the question earlier. It's a power struggle that, and I'm reading some editorials that are saying the Ford government can't win this one. I mean, I don't know what... What would victory look like? Settling at a, you know, amicable negotiation or even a uh, not so amicable one. But some people are saying this time it's different. He should dig in his heels and not capitulate because these public sector unions are now the tail wagging the dog. They've got such a critical mass. They are the boss and they're acting like a boss. Rocco, what say you? Well, uh, victory from the from the government standpoint is to uh, limit uh, the the fallout, obviously, to uh, to the kids and their parents, but also to hold the line on the one percent. I, I would expect that they'd put a bunch of other things on on board, which which they already did by reducing the number of online courses and looking at uh, the number of students, et cetera. But the one percent, why that is so critical and almost uh, the line in the sand for them is that. It's not simply what it would do to the budget and education. If they're trying to hold that line across the entire civil service, the multiplier effect through all of the other contracts that they're going to have to face if they don't hold the line on the 1% uh, here is um, exceptionally damaging. Well, all right, uh, Alyssa, I mean, on this matter, it's really about the money is what Rocco was saying. I've heard that from a lot of folks. Uh, and can Doug Ford in any way put water in his wine on that front or would it be seen to be capitulating some people hardcore saying you know uh, if it comes to continuing this thing indefinitely i don't know we talked about it last week i mean the ultimate card is i guess to legislate back to work but uh can he continue to endure an ongoing set of rotating strikes you know, and my kid's not in the system anymore, but I mean, when they have rotating strikes, I don't know if it's 
that painful yet for parents. And I think that people are inconvenienced, yes, but they're inconvenienced intermittently. So I think that they have time and they can buy time rather than uh, capitulating to any uh, to any negotiations right now. You know, it's interesting when you look, who's winning the info wars on this? And this is something that I've been, you know, keeping tabs on. And the union are holding to their line that, you know, we don't want, um, cl- they're talking about class size and, and, and cuts to education, cuts to staff. Whereas if you ask Stephen Lecce, he'll tell you that it's, you know, it's all for them. It's all about the money. But how can they argue quality of education and they're concerned about the kids? Because Kevin brought it up initially. They're not even filing report cards. And that's one of the fundamental uh, aspects of teaching. So, I mean, they're betraying their own mantra here, aren't they? Well, absolutely. And you have to be careful when you start to really, you know, carve in stone or set a stake in the ground on what your key messages are. You better uphold that throughout the length of these negotiations. You can't vacillate. You can't waffle because the public is too smart for that. They'll know that you're going back on your word. So if it was really about the kids, you'd be giving them a report card. So, you know, it's not going to do them any favors in terms of undercutting their own message. But I think that they're digging their heels in and let's is digging his heels in, and right now it's a bit of a standoff. Let's be clear about what that report card issue is about and what rotating strikes are about. It's to try to maintain pressure on the government without with paying the least economic price for the individual teachers possible. Because you go out on strike for a long period of time, it affects your salary. Um, If you can apply pressure by saying, well, it's work to rule, we're only going to stay within the absolute letter of the law in order to keep the pressure on uh, without costing our members anything, and again, it's about our members, not the kids, Uh, then they're trying to define that they don't actually, by the letter of their job description, have to input Uh, those marks in anywhere or add comments, just that the fact that they have created the marks and then somehow we're supposed to be the amazing Karnak and figure what those marks might be to our kids. Well, all right. Uh, So what you're saying is the unions can't afford to go into full strike mode at any point. Well, they're trying not to. They're trying to limit the damage to uh, their own members while still keeping on uh, pressure and... It, but it, but it means that you don't have the same level of sustained pressure for this kind of negotiation. Could we ever see it coming to that point? Uh, it might be if they feel that's what's necessary to push them over the uh, over the finish line. Because right now, I think uh, the government is accepting the uh, the pain as well, and it's being paid for by uh, by the kids and the parents, particularly parents of elementary age kids where then it's uh, you're going to introduce child care issues and uh, your ability to get to work, etc. The TDSB move regarding port cards was especially interesting to me because the last time the unions did this, the teachers submit their number grades to the TDSB, who then took it upon themselves through a variety of administrative staff to input them into the system and there were no comments to add, and they were able to generate. They were able to generate report cards of a kind, a minimalistic one. But this time, the TDSB put its foot down and said, "We are not going to do that." Um, so the teachers are going to try, and their message will be, "Oh, we we submitted our grades, but the the, the they're going to try to blame the, the the school board, and that's not going to fly because every parent, myself included, is is going to look at it and go." 
I don't care about those details. All I care is that teachers are supposed to mark my, my students, my, my children, their grades, and give me report cards, and they're not. They're not going to worry about whether or not the TDSB chose to do this or not to choose to do that. And I think this is one of those areas where teachers will lose on this front. But it's to have their cake and eat it too. They right. want to still be paid, say they've done what they right. have to do to the letter of the law, um, but then not provide the so kid, service. Kids are coming home with extracurriculars having been cancelled, activities have been cancelled, sports have been cancelled, plays have been cancelled now, and, and now report cards. I, th- I think this has the potential of having com- cumulative negative impacts. Well, this is the question, the you know, when Alyssa says this is all about the info wars being played between the two parties, do you think it behooves Lecce, the government, or something to get the message out saying, look at how the kids are being hurt because of the teachers? Well, this is a great time to capitalize on all of that. So, you know, this morning I'm hearing, you know, the head of the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, and she really sticks to her key messages, and it's all about, you know, the Ford government is decimating education, decimating education, but then when you look at all these moves that they are doing themselves, people will see through that. So Stephen Lecce is on every morning program. He's doing the rounds. I mean, if there's anybody who's benefiting from this, it's really him. I mean, his profile went from like zero to 100 very, very quickly. And I think that if he wants to amp up the rhetoric, this is the perfect time to do so. So it will be interesting to see what his narrative is tomorrow because if you can systematically pick apart the other side's argument, you start to curry favor with the audience that you're talking to. All right. Uh, well, the audience we're talking to is more interested in some other things, dealing with Justin Trudeau, his trials and tribulations out west in Winnipeg. Just finished a liberal confab Go for three nuts. days. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.